From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Monday, October 11th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Today, the housing crisis, not the one in the U.S., but the one Iraqis are suffering through. We are now have a shortage because we haven't any housing project from the government from 1982. Also ahead, you got to be tough, curious, and smart to be a nuclear weapons inspector, and that's not all. As inspector, you have to be very flexible. You have to jump around like hell sometimes. Plus, we meet the gatekeeper of Indonesia's most active volcano. He lives where he works. First up, this news. BBC News with Sue Montgomery. The commander of United States and NATO forces in Afghanistan, General David Petraeus, has ordered an investigation into the death of a kidnapped British aid worker. The US military initially said Linda Norgrove had been killed by her captors during a rescue attempt, but later suggested she may have been killed by an American grenade. Nicholas Witchell reports from Kabul. For 48 hours over the weekend, officials here had spoken about an explosion initiated by one of the extremists, possibly from a suicide bomb vest. Quite why it took the Americans so long to verify the accuracy of the picture they were giving isn't clear. But this morning they suddenly disclosed that surveillance footage, possibly from helmet cameras carried by the assault team, together with discussions with members of the team, meant that they could not now conclusively determine the cause of Miss Norgrove's death. Officials also disclosed for the first time that the U.S. Special Forces used grenades during the assault. They might have been stun grenades, which could have detonated other explosives. Or they might have been fragmentation grenades, which could have been the cause of Miss Norgrove's death. In Chile, the first test has been carried out of the narrow steel capsule that will be used to try to rescue 33 miners who have been trapped underground for the past two months. Caroline Holly reports from the mine. Preparations are now moving ahead swiftly for the operation to winch the miners out of what they've described as their underground hell. Not only is the escape shaft ready, but the special capsule that will be sent down to rescue the men has been tested to a depth of 610 metres, and the mining minister, Lawrence Goldborn, says all went well. The miners will be taken off solid food ready for their ascent and given only specially enriched drinks. This extraordinary rescue mission is now due to begin by early Wednesday morning. Palestinian officials have rejected an offer by the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to halt Jewish settlement activity if the Palestinians were to recognize Israel as a Jewish state. A Palestinian official said the real issue threatening the talks was illegal Jewish settlements. Wara Davis reports from Jerusalem. The Palestinian response was swift and unequivocal, dismissing Mr Netanyahu's suggestion out of hand. A senior negotiator said the Palestinians had long ago recognized the state of Israel and the real issue threatening the talks was illegal Jewish settlements on Palestinian land. The demand that Israel should be recognized explicitly as a Jewish state has long been rejected by the Palestinians, who say it discriminates against 20% of the Israeli population, which is not Jewish. The world's first official trial using human embryonic stem cells in patients has begun in the United States. Doctors at a hospital in the city of Atlanta are using stem cells to treat people with severe spinal injuries. The company behind the trial, Geron Corporation, believes the technique could eventually help regenerate nerve cells in paralyzed patients. BBC News. 
The former vice president of Nigeria has called for an impartial investigation into bomb attacks in the capital Abuja that killed 12 people during Independence Day celebrations. Atiku Abubakar said the international community should take part in any such inquiry. He suggested the Nigerian government had been forewarned by foreign intelligence agencies about the attacks and said he wouldn't trust any inquiry it conducted. The government denies there were any intelligence failures. Police in Hungary have arrested the chief executive of the aluminium plant at the centre of a massive chemical spillage which has devastated several towns and villages in the west of the country. The Hungarian Prime Minister, Viktor Orban, said the company would be temporarily nationalised. A government spokeswoman, Julia Nodz, explained why such tough action was being taken. This is a human fault. This is a human mistake. It was not an